2: Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, uh, we'll apologize if we were a little, you know, distracted there during that break. Was that was the bed rolling too
1: long there? We uh, <laughs> For about five minutes, I think. We
2: had some visitors uh, during the break, Gordon. Uh, our good friends from Wallaby's Smokehouse are in the house, and they brought food. And they're smoking. They brought some wings. Let's see, I grabbed
1: some uh, sweet honey Wings? Uh, Did you grab the sweet and spicy? I I left it out there, but I asked them to guard it with their lives, so I'm going to go get it after we're we're, uh, done talking here. So they also brought us the Loaded Smashers,
2: which I've had. Uh, Oh, that sounds so good. We've done a remote out at Walby's. mashed potatoes? Oh, they're amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. It's going to change your life, Gordon. And then for a limited time, and I'm excited to try this, because I didn't try this when I was out there the last time, because... You know, kind of one of those limited menu items, Gordon. You can't eat everything at once. The Pepper Jack Mac and Cheese. Ooh. Which they uh, they told us uh, has a little kick to it. A little, little habanero in there, uh, Gordon. <laughs> and so... All right. But, does, I mean, you're a cheese guy. That's got to pique am. your interest over lo- there. And
1: I love mashed potatoes. And I love I love potatoes.
2: But they've got locations in Orem, Sandy, South Jordan, and American Fork. They've, it's a great family atmosphere, a great dining experience, authentic Australian barbecue, bold flavors, fresh ingredients made from scratch. I mean, some of the options, Gordon and I tried most of, most of this when I was down there, it, just amazing. Smoked pulled pork, beef brisket, Ooh. tri-tip steak, which is just incredible. Hand pulled pork, honey habanero pork, lemon pepper chicken, smoked turkey. Grab the Melbourne burger complete with fried egg and pineapple. I haven't heard anything yet They didn't sound delectable. And so much more. So that's uh, our good friends at Wallaby's Smokehouse, and we want to say a big thanks to them. This is my kind of eating. It is, I think it's everybody's kind of eating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if if all that stuff I listed off there, something didn't make your mouth water,
1: I don't know what <laughs> to tell you.
2: Up. This <laughs> is how you cover Utah Fall Camp, fellas. This is exactly how you do it. Indoors yeah.
1: with wallabies. Exactly. <laughs> Feels pretty well, good. I remember when we first talked about wallabies, because I wasn't there that day you were there. I know. You missed it. And you, I remember it really made an impression on you. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I, I mean, so I'm mean, so i really looking forward to digging
2: in. Uh Me too. So big thanks to them for bringing in some grub, and couldn't recommend them more highly at uh, Wallaby's Smokehouse, Orem, Sandy, South Jordan, and American Fork. That means there's one close to you.
1: They got any uh, any like uh, liverwurst products, anything like that? No,
2: that doesn't that doesn't sound like Australian
1: barbecue liverwurst. Yeah, they got uh, some kind of uh, hybrid kale. (laughs) <laughs> health food? Anything like that? No. no, Just delicious just, food. Just delicious food. Just, huh? delicious food. just pepper Sorry, jack you mac know, and cheese. you know the influences in my life.
2: I do. See, we talked about this yesterday, uh, that I would imagine that wallabies would uh, appeal to you very, very much because it's not, you know, kale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and, and I think, see, here's the secret. As you know, my kids and my wife, they're all very healthy eaters. They would eat this stuff. Oh, yeah. They would eat this stuff. Well, because you can always
2: make room for the good stuff. Well, Gordon, pile them all into the Bentley and uh, cruise on over to Wallabies. <laughs> okay. Dude. Get, on, get on over to Wallabies and get yourself fed. All aboard. Let's uh, go. But we do. We we really appreciate them bringing us some grub, and, and they're absolutely fantastic. So make sure and, and check them out at wallabies.com. Smokehouse camps are officially underway. Gordon practice open today for Utah and for BYU. The big news coming out of Utah today: Manny Bowen has decided to retire from football. And uh, as uh, media availability happens, and we find out a little bit more about uh, practice, I'm curious to to hear Coach Whittingham's um, reaction uh to to what happened and what uh, they're going to do about it my guess is you know next man up has been you wit's kind of mantra for a long time and i'm sure uh that's what we'll hear but i we we spoke about this a little bit earlier gordon but uh, the the timing on this thing um can't can't please (laughs) the coaching staff
1: no but i wonder if there was some suspicion you know, I wonder if this came as just out of the blue, or whether whether this is something that somebody saw coming. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer. To I that.
2: don't know the answer to that. I didn't either. see it coming, but it it's it kind of sounds out of the blue with you know just failing to show up. I mean, they didn't know until yesterday, which was the day you report to camp. So, yeah. yeah. And maybe he – I mean, I don't know. Maybe he made his decision yesterday.
1: But. I'd be surprised if there aren't enough athletes in the in the cupboard over there to be able to uh, get somebody else up to speed. You know, you said the timing is poor, but they have the entire preseason camp to get something worked out or get someone ready to go. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's the week before a game.
2: Right. Yeah, no, and and I think they, you know, Devin Lloyd, I, I think they have some faith in, in the guys that they're going to replace him with. And it there's just...
1: talent all around. That, that front, uh, that defensive front is absolutely loaded. That cup uh, is just spilling over with talent. And then in the back of the defense— they got a lot there, too. And so I think that, like we talked about earlier, so much of what that defensive front does uh, makes gives the opportunity to the linebackers to clean up uh, the mess. And that's sort of what they're counted on to do. But uh, that job, I'm not going to say it's made easy, but it's made a whole lot easier by the talent surrounding them. Hans started a bit of
2: a, uh, a Twitter storm. Last night, he actually got quote tweeted by Dan Walken of USA Today, so that, uh, that, <laughs> that made it go a little bit viral for Hans. But he has an interesting take on transfers, and I wonder what you think about it, your reaction. Let me read Hans's tweet. He said, I've already got a terrible taste in my mouth for NCAA transfers. Some have legitimate cause, but many make excuses and should be red flagged. Using time, effort, and resources to acquire a quitter can be damaging. Many coaches at Pac-12 Media Day expressed their
1: apprehension. Well, Naaman, you know, first of all, I mean, I respect Hans, and uh, he knows a lot about football. Well, I'd be pretty quick. Uh, I, I I'd be pretty hesitant to use the word quitter because I don't I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what someone's going through. I I I think that these programs have advantages to uh, r- recruit athletes and to fill in where where certain athletes may be uncomfortable. Uh, I, and and I get it. I get that there are abuses at times. But I'd be pretty hesitant to swing that hammer on an individual case, uh, calling anybody a quitter, unless I knew through and through that he was just doing something that well, was uncalled for.
2: Let me jump in real quick. I, 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 well, I know this. Hans wasn't sending out this tweet directly criticizing Manny Bowen. I think Hans is speaking much more general.
1: Well, I, I, well, yeah, I guess I, I just, uh, I think coaches sometimes abuse situations, don't handle situations right, and so what is a, what is an individual athlete supposed to do? Uh, is the, are the coaches always right? No. They're not always right, and they mishandle situations sometimes. Are the kids perfect? No, they make mistakes too. But to say that it's always the transfer's fault, I I, I don't agree with that. Or that it's usually the athlete's fault because everyone has a different circumstance.
2: They do, but – And I'm
1: glad they can transfer. I think they should be able to transfer – and uh, there's no reason to punish a kid because he made a mistake when he was eighteen years old because he was told a certain something by a coach who was recruiting him that may or may not be true. So
2: again, speaking on broad terms here because well, specifically we don't know the circumstances, but what about a player? What about a player who transfers and you know it was because he didn't get the attention or playing time as a freshman that, he felt like he yearned. Well, again, I, I it depends. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be
1: a red flag though it, it that you're not willing the,
2: to, well, to work it out and stick it, it out? It and,
1: depends. What was the kid told? What 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 was that conversation about? You know, prior to, uh, is it just a parent that is going my kid's better than everybody else? Let them play, and now you're mad, so we're going to move them somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I don't like that, but I, I think coaches a lot of times skate. Or by by people who prop up the coaches as though they are doing always doing it the right way and it's the kids' fault. You know, that's the easy thing to say, these damn millennials, you know? Or they, they they can't they don't work hard, they're soft, they're entitled, all this stuff. I in some cases it's true, but in some cases they're told things that are flat out lies. And I think the fault can be pointed in both directions.
2: See I it it would be it would be really hard to judge this as a coach, just because even if somebody does quote unquote quit because they're not happy with their playing time, doesn't mean that they can't live up to their potential somewhere else. Exactly, like uh, 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 Troy Williams, for example, he got beat out at Washington. Yeah, he he transferred because he got beat out. Mm-hmm. He transferred because he wasn't going to get does the playing time. Does that make him time. a criminal? And does that make him a quitter? Does no. that mean that he can't succeed at at some place like Utah? Which I think. I think you can say, even though Troy Williams got beat out by, uh, by Tyler Huntley his senior year, I think you can call his time at Utah success. Indeed. Yeah. I would guess that Utah does not regret uh, taking Troy Williams as a, as a transfer. But at the same time, if you look through it at the lens, well, if you're not uh, willing to put in the work to earn your playing time, what makes me think that you'd be willing to put in the work for my
1: program? So I, I kind depends. of. It depends. It depends on the situation, Jake. You know, it depends on how, how is he being coached. How I mean, I've seen some coaches that are absolute maniacs. Now, I would want to play for. Does that make me a quitter? And not necessarily. It might. It might. But it might not. And I, I. So I don't like this labeling. Like it's always the kid's fault. That's bull. And I've seen coaches that were that were liars who mishandled kids. Who coached in a manner that uh, I don't think is appropriate and, and so uh, does that make me soft? No if I'm a, if I'm a prized athlete, I don't want I don't want to be suffer through some sort of initiation, some barrage of of uh, a coach screaming at me all the time. I agree, but I think entitlement can be a red flag. No, I said that.
2: No, okay. Well, I guess I'm agreeing with you. I I think that entitlement, like I'm a four star guy. How dare you ask me to red shirt? I'm transferring.
1: Yeah,
2: you know that I could see what Hans is saying there. That's a red but, flag.
1: But, I mean, that might be a red flag, but it's that's true in some cases. But in some cases, the kid's been lied to, or mishandled, or miscoached, or screamed at. These kids don't want to be screamed at. I mean, what is this? It's like some sort of rite of passage that you have to withstand uh, a coach telling you, what do they call those things when they they have athletes roll down the field? What's that called? Uh, Forgive me. I I can't remember the name of it, but I've known athletes who are subjected to that. It's just utter BS that a coach would do that. I knew of a coach that was running a drill because guys were missing blocks and so, and, and, and not living up to what the coach wanted them to do. And so he was having them go, go through this drill where he would swing a helmet around and hit them in the head as a punishment. And I'm sitting, I'm, I'm sitting there going, this is ridiculous. Okay, is that kid a quitter now because he's not going to subject himself to that? And I know that's an extreme case, but there are, each case is different. But hard coaching can get the most out of some
2: players. Some players react well to that sort of thing, even though they may not like it. It might be in their best interest from an athletic standpoint. Maybe, maybe
1: not. And that's where it coach. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but but I also understand I'm making room here for a kid not to want to subject himself to that.
2: Yeah, but what if it's in their best interest? Is
1: it really? Is in it In really, some cases, it so might be, I, if it I, makes I, them I a better seen, football player, and I, it is. I know there are great coaches out there, but I've seen coaches who screamed about discipline from their players while they were completely out of control.
2: All right. And I'm making this comparison on, on simply the grounds of you want to get the most out of a person from a physical standpoint. All right. But there's a reason that drill sergeants in the military don't have a
1: reputation for being nice. No, I know that. But, you know, what? you can say if you want to get extreme about this, how about the kid back at Maryland who died from because people weren't even paying attention to uh To what he was uh, he was doing. My whole point here is that you can point blame in both directions. That's all. Sometimes it's a kid. Sometimes it's a kid's parent. Sometimes it's a coach. Sometimes it's a promise that was made that isn't being uh, granted. I, I, I can point in in both directions that's all I'm saying well Hans has called
2: into the show and, and let's let's get out to Hans for a few minutes of course is his tweet is what inspired this conversation and I know uh, I heard him talking about it on his show today Hans I know you're very opinionated on this thanks for calling in by the way really appreciate it but yeah. uh, give give some thoughts on on what Gordon and I are talking about
0: well, I'm just headed down to BYU practice, so I was in the car listening, and I feel like Gordon's really misrepresenting my tweet, and that's why I called in. Um, my tweet actually leaves room for those that it is not their fault, that it is a coach's fault. So I don't like Gordon painting me into a corner where I tweeted that it's always the athlete. Wait a fault. minute! I didn't even you see your hey, hands.
1: I didn't even see your tweet. I was just going off what well, Jake said. Well, I read your tweet. So. Well, yeah, but I wasn't involved I, I in this whole thing. I'm just, I'm just the saying way you're that, that
0: the representing it is, uh, it's not always the kid's fault. It's not, oh, and it, it, and I, I couldn't just qualify him as a quitter. Well, you got to understand that the tweet didn't just qualify every transfer or every NCAA athlete. Okay, what, what did the, tweet, what the, the, what, what the What
1: did the tweet? What did the tweet do? Uh, tell me so I know.
0: Well, we'll read, through the, we'll read through the tweet, but I just wanted to get through this, um, just get through my opinion on this. I tend to lean more towards the player's side than the coach's side because I was a player and I was never a coach. So I tend to always agree or always push for the rights for the players. But, Gordon, the tweet was more in relation to players having to be extremely careful when they're dealing with the transfer portal because coaches are not going to just jump in there and recruit you. And if you do not have some type of previous agreement before you enter the portal, you're in great danger of staying in the portal for some time because coaches don't want these kids that are in the portal. They're, 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 they are being, there are labels that are being attached to these kids that these coaches, and regardless if they're good coaches or not regardless if they've left four or five contracts and moved on to take bigger contracts. It doesn't matter. They're the ones that dictate your collegiate future, if you get a scholarship or not.
1: So you're saying, you saying Hans, that these if guys... If you enter
0: into the portal, you are attaching tags to you. You better have some really good reasons... And you better have some good connections when you go in. That's what I'm. That's what the tweet.
1: Is. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you and I agree then. Well, let me. But but, but if but if these guys enhance – that's that's part of what I'm saying here. If guys are going to blackball players as a means of of discouraging transfers, then that, 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 that's not responsible. What is that?
0: Well, I don't think it's blackballing. I just think that everybody has to cover their back ends because. You know, you look at this. Look at the perception of what just happened with Manny Bowen and Kyle Whittingham. Kyle went out, got a transfer out of Penn State. I don't know what the affiliation was. I don't know who was on that recruiting trail. That guy goes all through spring, takes every single one of the starting reps through spring. It takes a lot of time and attention from the coaches, uh, from the new linebackers coach, Colton Swan. Colton spent hours hours and hours trying to get this kid up to speed when it could have been really pouring it into one of two freshmen or pouring it into Devin Lloyd. And, and so what happens is now you're here on the day that camp starts and this kid quits. He leaves. He decides he's done with football. Well, now, now Coach Whittingham looks like he didn't do his homework. So what is Whittingham gonna do next time he's got a potential move in a transfer portal as a grad transfer or otherwise?
1: But do you now uh, he's do you going know, to to really, do another really vet it. Do you know what Bowen's situation is that would cause him to quit?
0: I don't know the specifics of it. So no. I mean there are there
1: are scenarios where that would be legitimate,
0: I think. Okay, but what word did you just use? You use the word quit, right? Uh, is there another word to, to, to use? I mean, I, I actually said this in another tweet. I, I get it. There's a different connotation to the, the word quitter and the word he quit. I, I think quitter attaches uh, a, a mentality. The words he quit attaches an action. And, and so, you know, I probably, in the tweet, I probably should have said a guy that quits instead of a quitter. That, because I do think quitter probably carries a, a more negative connotation. And Jake's right when he was trying to explain it. This is more on a broad scheme than it is an individual. And you're right. Sometimes circumstances force individuals to quit. Sometimes they do. That's, that's just the facts. Um, I, I know I've gone through situations where I wanted to quit. I've gone through situations where I probably would have been justified in quitting, but I didn't quit. Um, I've been, i have I've had situations when I was younger and jobs that I hated that I did quit. So does that make me a quitter? Well, nah, no. Now, if that would have started, if that was st- stuck on a trend, maybe. I don't—I don't, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole too far. Uh, what I'm saying is, I, I do think that this transfer portal. It, it you have negative connotations that are instantly attached to you when you enter in and you better do your homework when you enter in knowing that there's a scholarship and a coach waiting for you to bring you to their program
1: and why do you think that is Hans? It's because the coaches have the power
0: uh well why do i think why do i think what is the, the discernment no, I, process?
1: I, I'm just saying that that's because the coaches have the power. They're the ones oh, yeah. who make the yeah, decisions. Oh, yeah. the coaches hold you
0: know? the power to give you the
1: scholarship. Absolutely. Hans,
2: Absolutely. Hans, before we let you go, a couple of things. One, you mentioned uh, quitting several jobs when you were younger. You're not counting uh, the time you were fired for drinking all the rum, right? <laughs>
1: Oh man! He didn't quit his mom. Yeah, his mom oh, got rid of him. Uh,
2: well, actually, I have two more things for you. Uh, one, we're we're looking at some delicious wallabies uh, from Wallaby Smokehouse that's sitting right in front of us right now. Is it true that that's where you and your wife fell
0: in love? It is absolutely. We fell in love over some of their amazing cheesy mashed potatoes and some of their pulled pork. Um, my wife absolutely love to go to Walbees and I love I I'm not going to skip out on some Australian smokehouse. I love that joint. And, and
1: then, now my my question is who did you love more, Amanda or the cheesy mashed potatoes?
0: Don't make me do that. <laughs> don't you make me answer that, Gordon.
1: <laughs> the loaded no, smashers of course, are pretty good My
0: wife. Yeah, I But know. I'll tell you what I'd love even more is You know what? I'm going to leave it. I was going to go a little bit strange and awkward, but I would get torn apart. Good.
2: (laughs) Well, Hanson, then lastly, before we let you go and get on to BYU practice, happy birthday, buddy.
0: Oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And and honestly, with that tweet, if you read it, it does leave room, Gordon, for some guys in some circumstances to – Do what they got to do. It really does because I do think there are some. Then you and
1: I agree because that's that's uh, that that's my major thrust in this whole thing is that sometimes it's the coaches that are doing things wrong and sometimes it's the player. You know that's all. And when I hear certain people label a whole group, I'm not saying you were doing that. Maybe I thought that that was part of it, but it's not. You know that these guys are quitters, or that they're something—they're damaged goods, just because the situation wasn't right for them when they agreed to do something when they were 17 years old, based on something a coach told them in his living room. I, I, I think there should be some room for accommodation there.
0: And what I would say is, if a coach doesn't know you, there's no reason for him to accommodate. If he recruited you and he knows you, and you, uh, there was some type of connection, then he would probably overlook whatever issue it was that you had when you left that university. I'll say one of the other damaging things that's happening is kids in an effort to get immediate eligibility, they're, they're drawing some heavy accusations towards programs. and I'm, I'm not just saying towards coaches. I'm saying towards other kids in the locker room, other players in the locker room. I know of one instance where two other players' actions in the locker room pushed this kid to transfer, and when he gave his reasons for transferring, he really burnt them with accusations of drug use and other things. Hmm. So, you know, when, when if you go to leave, well, how do I get instant eligibility? Oh, well, you got to have something egregious. Oh, well, you'll never believe what happened to me. I'm an 18-year-old kid. I, I, I want to be eligible. I want to play. And I'm not thinking about the damaging effects that I'll have, you know, when I make up whatever it is or when I say whatever it is. But some of those are legit, obviously, Gordon. You know, some of the reasons. But maybe I embellish a little bit so that I do get instant eligibility. You know, one of the cuts that we played today was from Craig Thompson. The comm- he was talking about one instance where the kid went to transfer and said he's transferring to be closer to his father who was dying. Well come to find out this father had been dying for six years and he's still alive and, and happy and healthy. So he said, you know, a lot of these things that these kids are coming up with, they're just they're just excuses to get what they want. So I I, I do wish that there was a better process that we could go through. But I also want you to know that I, I do lean towards the player side of things. Yeah. It's just Sometimes we got to fight through more than we think we can fight through.
1: Interestingly enough, Hans, do me a favor. Read the column I wrote on Larry Kraskowiak and the players leaving Utah's basketball program. There are some parallels here. Check that out. It's at sltrib.com.
0: Okay. yeah, I'll, I'll read through it. All right. Thanks, sorry, sorry for
1: mischaracterizing that, Hans.
0: No, it, it's fine. That's why I called in.
2: Okay. Thanks, buddy. Hans Olsen on his birthday.
1: 38 years young?
2: Mm, what is he early? Mm,
1: what? Little north. How far? I believe he's 42. Is he? Yeah. So he's he's got you by a handful of years.
2: A couple of years anyway. want to remind you to join Scotty Enhance this Friday from noon to three at Mountain Land Valley View Pro-Am and Valley View Golf Course, 2501 East Gentile Street in Layton. See Utah's best pros in action. Scotty Enhance this Friday, noon to three at Valley View Golf Course. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
1: This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. Woo! You'll win tickets right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
2: All right. It is a win ticket Wednesday, and that is the sounder be caller 12 right now, and you will win uh, tickets to go see the Nitro World Games. Nitro World Games is back in the state of sport on Saturday, August 17th at Utah Motorsports Campus. The world's best motorsports and action sports athletes will once again converge this summer to battle for the top spot in Nitro Rallycross. Moto quarter pipe and FMX best trick tickets are on sale now purchase your tickets at nitroworldgames.com or simply be caller 12 right now thanks to Hans for calling in but you know he did to us what he does to his own show usually and that's put us way off clock oh well let's get back on it <laughs> no real quick uh, your thoughts on uh, on our topic of conversation and uh, Hans calling in and had what he saying what he had to say. I don't
1: know I just it, it, depending upon how you read the tweet uh and and you can read it again if you want but uh i i, I stand by my position I, I i understand that there might be some blackballing going on out there with uh with uh, players who transfer or whatever but i have a feeling if you can play um they're going to find you and uh, look past certain things on the other hand if it's one of those situations where well you are a contributor but you're not a great player and I don't know that might change some coaches minds but the coaches do have the power they can they can bring in whoever they want so let that uh, let that be a warning to those who get involved in that game but I I certainly hope that athletes who find themselves in disadvantageous situations that they're not afraid to transfer because of this chilling effect that, oh, no one's – you better be careful. You're you're not going to be picked up by anybody because they're going to see you as a quitter. Come on. Don't be doing that.
2: Well, certainly if I'm a coach, I'm really
1: doing my homework on those transfers, though. Well, yeah, that's the coach's job is to figure out who can contribute to his program both athletically and attitudinally.
2: And by the way, I think the coach should run the ship. I don't think the players should. The, that is the coach's job. I think the coach should be in charge. The yeah, coach but it's should like have it's like any,
1: anybody else. It's like a politician or any kind of leader who is uh, a well reasoned individual who treats people well and doesn't treat people like garbage. Then, then yeah, uh, then yeah, then that's that's good. They should have someone's got to run the show. Mm-hmm. But if they mistreat people, I got no patience for that. Yeah, and I've a- seen it. I see a it fine did. line in
2: sports, though. And hard coaching does get results or can get results. It depends
1: on how you define hard coaching. Just sitting there screaming at an individual, calling him all kinds of profane names, is that included in hard coaching? Can be. Uh, well, it shouldn't be. All right, stay tuned. More next 97.5 and 1280 the zone.
2: 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Go to 1280TheZone.com. Catch the Tour of Utah podcast. Find out how to train for the summer of cycling and the best spots to watch the upcoming Tour of Utah. Kyle Whittingham has addressed the media about Manny Bowen. Gordon, uh, let's go ahead and hear those comments real quick.
0: Manny Bowen? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, a couple days ago, Manny informed us that he is retiring from football. Uh, He's got a business opportunity, the info felt was uh, too good to pass up, and the opportunity was right now, and so he uh, is exiting football and, and starting a uh, business career, we wish him the best, hate to see him go, and we are excited about what he was uh, going to bring the table this season, but but uh, that's all now a new point, and we, uh, like I said, we wish him well.
1: You've seen a lot, is this a new one for
2: you, a new explanation? It
0: is, it's, uh, yeah, every year there's something new, and it surprised us uh, completely, because there was no... Any
2: hint or, uh, All right, there you go. That's the gist. Kyle Whittingham's comments on Manny Bowen. I uh, haven't heard that one very often. A, a business opportunity arose that he had to take right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've i heard of it before, but not often. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, hear Morgan Scally's comments on it. It is what it is. I, I can't change what's happened. We're, like I said, we're moving on, bottom line. We wish him well. He is a good kid and uh, we're moving on. How ready is Devin Lloyd to step in and, and take those reps and maybe be a starter, Morgan?
0: He's ready. If he wasn't ready, he wouldn't have gotten reps last year. You know, He did get limited time uh,
2: reps last year. But uh, you look at, you know, and I think I said this in the spring, he was our most improved
0: defender, you know, and so he's he's earned those reps, he deserves those reps, and we're excited to see him does with
2: him. All right, there you go, Morgan Scally's thoughts. They're moving on. When I hear a coach say that,
1: then I think they're angry.
2: Oh, I don't think, I don't even think Witt tried to hide that. Yeah. He said they found out a couple of days ago, and you could you could tell he was frustrated by it, blindsided by it, I'm sure. We're moving on. He made plans all no, summer long. you're
1: pretty ticked off
2: right but what else uh, I mean what else are they going
1: to do that's all they can do well, yeah let alone what else are they going to say yeah I they know. can't uh they can't sit there and uh and worry about it publicly I'm glad Morgan uh, we're in big trouble now what are we gonna do we got a hole at linebacker I'm glad Morgan at least
2: reiterated said he's a good guy yeah You know, he's he's a good person, you know, because I'm sure people's imaginations can run wild in these types of scenarios. So I'm glad Morgan said that about him. But, yeah, I'm sure
1: they were caught off guard. And I'm sure that's not a whole lot of fun. they are going to depend on that guy. The timing isn't great. Nope. Too bad the business opportunity didn't come up, you know, three months ago. Well, when the essential oils calls, Gordon, you got to move. Do we know? Do we have any hint what the business opportunity is? I don't know. I don't think so. I thought it was knives. He was kitchen knives. uh Kitchen knives? Or vacuum cleaners. door to door. Where's Manny from? Do we know? I'm not sure actually Uh, where
2: he originated. he's going back home. Maybe.
1: Maybe I wouldn't imagine that the business opportunity would be here in Utah, would it?
2: I don't know. I'm not sure. He's been here for a while. He was here during the spring.
1: But if you get a friend and he gets a friend and I get a friend, we're all going to dinner everybody's making
2: money you think it's multi-level it's got to be i mean what else is what other business
1: would he do here in utah well the thing is that couldn't i mean if, if i'm running a business and i want this kid to be a part of it i say okay you go ahead and play football and you join us in january Well, not everybody has the luxury of being you there gordon well doesn't that make sense what if you need the position
2: field right now? No, that doesn't make sense. They
1: gotta move that noni juice today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I obviously we don't know, uh, but I don't think he's just giving up football for no reason at all. He must. He must His have. He must have an opportunity. Yeah. But we're moving on. <laughs> all right. More big show coming
2: up. 97.5 and twelve eighty of the zone. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, and Gordon, we've had a great day. I want to say big thanks to the folks at Wallaby Smokehouse, bringing in food. You betcha. Man, those wings. Good Delicious. stuff. Delicious. And uh, they, for a limited time, don't forget, they've got that pepper jack mac and cheese, a little bite
1: to it. Fantastic. A little something for everyone. Indeed. Great, Unless Austin gets a hold of it, and then there's something for none of the rest of us. Usually I'll take offense to that, but when we're talking pepper jack mac and cheese, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: good stuff. That is good stuff. Austin, you got a little over there, didn't you? They brought in a bunch. Uh,
1: I got more than a little. That's no, my guy. Uh, you need a napkin. You got it all over your face. I think you're kidding, but it might be the truth. There's a little
2: souse there, yeah. You take care of that business. Uh, so thanks to Wallabies. They, yeah. They are, uh, they're absolutely terrific. They've got locations in Orem, Sandy, South Jordan, and American Fork. Would highly recommend uh, you get in there and make it happen. We've had a fun show today, Gordon. Oh, yeah. A lot of football. We even mixed in a little basketball. I thought Locke was terrific today, as usual. Yeah,
1: yeah it was good. It was a lot of fun. And uh – uh you know, uh, you know. Let me just say how much I appreciate what Austin does for our show. Every once in a while, I like to pay a compliment. What are you buttering up Austin for? What this do you can't do? Be good. Yeah, this no, can't no be reason. good. What no do, you do you do? Are
2: you dying? No. Am <laughs> no. I dying? No. Did you like? Did you ding Austin's car on the way in no. or something like that? Are you kidding
1: oh, me? Payday. If that happened, I would have really been upset. <laughs> <Payday>! <laughs> I made it, Mom! I, I know, this is bad, but I knew a guy who was at an at an intersection, and somebody bumped into the back of his car, and another friend was sitting in the passenger seat, and this is when they got bumped into, my one friend was like, oh, wow, I hope everything's okay. And the other guy turned to him and said, we're sitting on a gold mine. Hmm. And that name of that guy was P.K., almost (laughs) assuredly
2: (laughs) not really all right we want to say big, big thanks to David Locke for coming on the show today big thanks to our friends at Wallaby Smokehouse for bringing in a little grub big thanks to Hans who randomly called into the show today he did. Well, I thought it provided great discussion there in the five o'clock hour, which you can podcast, by the way, along with all of our content. Simply go to your favorite podcast catcher, search The Big Show, and uh, you can get that. Uh, you can subscribe to that and get all of our content. But Hans joined us in the five o'clock hour, so make sure and do that. Uh, thank you,
1: Gordon. Appreciate you as always. Thank you, Jake. And thanks to all of our listeners because. This wouldn't be nearly as much fun if it was just me and you sitting in a room, babbling back and forth. And Austin, if that were the case, Austin would have left uh, oh, about three hours ago, four hours he ago. He certainly would have. He'd be about on the golf seven course. seven years ago. I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk to you <laughs> by tomorrow. By the way, by the way, hats off to Austin for shooting his best nine-hole round in like forever. Way to go, Austin. Last Thanks, night, guys. We're proud of
2: you. Yep. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.